Welcome to Web3 Simplified, where we explore NFTs, cryptocurrency, blockchain technology, and all things Web3. New technology can sometimes be confusing and complicated, but it shouldn't be. So on Web3 Simplified, we are going to break it down into easy-to-understand definitions, explanations, how-tos, and stories. Now to the host of Web3 Simplified, Sean Specey. Hey everyone, welcome to Web3 Simplified. I'm so honored that you're here. Hey, if you're a brand new listener, welcome. If you are a returning one, welcome back. Today's episode is all about how will Web3 change the world. And if you're a content creator or if you're an aspiring content creator, I've got a fun tip for you. I've used this tool a couple of times. And that's how I came up with the topic of actually of this podcast is there is an amazing tool if you go to answer the public dot com and I will put the link uh, to that in today's uh, podcast show notes. So if you want that, you can go to podcast or sorry web three simplified dot x y z slash show notes. And uh, if you go to there, I'll put a link to answer the public. So answer the public dot com. But it's a really cool tool where you can type in a keyword. So I typed in web three, and it gives you back what are the most common questions that people are asking by typing into a a search browser like Google, uh, the Google machine. And uh, they are, they're questions that are related to that keyword or topic. So I typed in web three. And one of the questions is that came back that people are searching for and are asking in these types of uh, search tools of how will web three change the world. So on today's podcast episode, I've got 11 ways. I've got 11 different ways that based upon my observations, based upon my experience in web three and based upon my own personal predictions of how web three will change the world. And, uh, no, to talk, to talk about how web three will change the world. Let's talk about first what web three is. So you can go back to a previous episode or I'm going to give a really shortened version of it, but web three is the third iteration of the internet and it is powered by the blockchain. It'll, the blockchain technology allows us to prove who owns a file, a digital asset. Now, that digital asset is uh, simply a, a file, but it can be in the form of a music, like a song, a music file. It can be in the form of a GIF or a movie or an image. It can be in the form of a Word document. And so... Because we can prove who owns these certain things, it allows us to have what's called digital ownership. So, um, in the very first, or I think it was, I think it was uh, episode one of Web Three Simplified, I talked about well, what is Web Three, and I talked about, I asked these questions. Well, if you go to iTunes and you click buy song, do you actually own anything? Like, can you then turn around and sell it? The answer is no, you can't. Well, the blockchain changes that for us. Because the blockchain now allows us to own a digital file or it allows us to own a type of uh, currency, a digital currency that doesn't have a physical, like actual, like I can hold in my hand representation of it, right? Like there is no form of Bitcoin that I can hold in my hand unless it's in like a USB hard drive and that hard drive is loaded, but that's not actually holding a Bitcoin, right? So um, now that we know and we've talked briefly about, well, what is Web3 and what does it allow us to have? It allows us to have NFTs, which are non-fungible tokens. So they're individual like files, basically. Um, so an, an asset, which again can show up in different forms. It allows us to have cryptocurrency. It allows us to have uh, decentralized information where a like the blockchain itself 
is a ledger, so a record of transactions, and so a set of data that is distributed amongst multiple computer systems that are all double-checking each other. That's what the blockchain is. So now that we've talked briefly about that, well, how is that going to change the world? So I've got 11 ways that I've written down that I'm going to go through. Um, the first one, and you might have read between the lines for what I was just talking about because I was literally just mentioning it, but it's a, it's the financial sector. So it'll change the way that we interact with the world around us, with stores, and with each other in the financial sector. And so here's an example, right? So if you have, if you've ever gone to like a farmer's market or, and you've connect, like someone has an iPad or their phone and they've got this little device and you insert your credit card or you swipe your credit card. Well, there's a bunch of different stuff that's going into that, right? That might be like a system called Square. Square is a company that handles these transactions and allow you to have a, a storefront, right? Well, if I have a credit card and I swipe it, that credit card is either like an American Express or MasterCard or Visa. That's a different company. So now MasterCard has to talk to Square, but then MasterCard is attached to my bank, which is like Bank of America or Wells Fargo. And so then we've got uh, Wells Fargo is talking to MasterCard. MasterCard is talking to Square. Then Square is talking to your bank account because you're the person at the farmer's market that I'm buying from. And so there's all of these things, all of these layers between my bank account and your bank account. It costs money. It costs energy. It takes people. It takes resources, right? So the blockchain, what's interesting about that, because it allows us to prove and track and have a, an accurate record, and that's one of the goals of all of this is, is like insurance and we're watching out for fraudulent credit card transactions and those kinds of things, but it's also simply to move money around. And so the blockchain was interesting is, well, if you're at a farmer's market and you have a cryptocurrency and I have the same cryptocurrency, if you have a wallet address and I have a wallet address, all I have to do is send you money through the blockchain and it doesn't go through other companies. It literally, like there's one thing that's keeping track of it. It's the blockchain. Your wallet has a certain amount and my wallet has a certain amount. And so I just send it to you. So it's really, really simple and it's really easy. And so it's going to allow us as people to send money literally around the world like super fast without having to have all of these different gatekeepers. Because here's the thing is that if Square decides that you're a bad apple or that I'm a bad apple or they just don't like us, they just say, nope, you can't use our system, right? Well, the blockchain changes that. And so it removes a lot of the gates. It removes a lot of the gatekeepers and it allows us to more freely move money around the world, which is an exchange of energy. It's an exchange. It allows for an exchange of goods or services and different things. So the financial sector is definitely one. The second one is how the how Web three. The second way that Web three is going to change the world is through the events that we attend, go to, plan, host, all of these things, and the, specifically through ticketing at these events. Right now, Ticketmaster is one of the more popular ways to buy a baseball ticket, a baseball game ticket, or to buy tickets to a concert. Right. So I myself, I had season football tickets to University of Central Florida, which is where I went to school, go Knights. And last year, I would have to log in to Ticketmaster, and they were holding my tickets. I didn't even have I didn't, I paid for them, but I didn't even have a ticket. It was logged into Ticketmaster. And then I could put it up for sale and then someone else could buy it or I could transfer it to a friend. Well, now instead of that, 
if I buy tickets using the blockchain and using Web3, it's in the form of an NFT more than likely. And so I actually own it. It is in my wallet. It is provable through the blockchain that I am the owner of this ticket. And so I don't have to ask for permission from the school or from Ticketmaster or whoever. I just send it to a friend, right? I can just say, hey, you owe me this this amount of money. Now it removes, Ticketmaster is a great exchange because it's a marketplace. It's a lot like uh, you go to Amazon to buy and sell stuff or you go to eBay to buy and sell stuff, right? So Ticketmaster is great for tickets for that, but the Web3 will change that with an, a, a digital version of um, the ticket itself so that I actually own it versus Ticketmaster kind of holding it and I don't actually have anything. Because again, if Ticketmaster all of a sudden says, I can't log in, or they're going to, if they just want to take my tickets away, like they can, they're holding my ticket for me. The third way that Web3 is going to change the world is through VIP memberships. And we're kind of already seeing this to some degree where I've talked before about different NFT groups like uh, Doodles or CryptoPunks or Bored Apes. And so there's a lot of these NFT collections that are being created that are basically forming these VIP memberships. But you can take it beyond that. There are country clubs. There are uh, boat clubs. There are exclusive, like if you want to have tickets, I live in Jacksonville, Florida. If you want to go to Jacksonville Jaguar game and buy uh, a VIP membership to like box seats to sit with the president of the Jaguars, that could be done through NFTs. If you have a country club and you want to sell someone a lifetime membership pass to your country club for $100,000, I don't know, I'm just making up money off the top of my head or making up numbers. Well, you can do that and you can sell it in the form of an NFT and then someone, whoever owns that owns the actual lifetime membership. And going back to the events industry one, the event tickets, that some people are doing that for events. You get a lifetime access to this event if you pay a certain amount of money. And so uh, the VIP memberships and tickets are numbers two and three. Number The fourth way that Web3 is going to change the world is with artists. Now, it's already doing this to some degree, but it's a, what it's allowing is it's allowing musicians, graphic designers, and digital artists, people who are using like an iPad or some other way, uh, maybe they're painting in virtual reality, but it's allowing these artists to get commissioned to create art, but then also creating art themselves and selling it and being able to actually like do this through the blockchain so that it is a piece of art. It's a one-of-one piece. It's the only one in existence, and this one person owns it. Now, you can save the image of it if you want to, but you don't own the actual one that was created by the artist. That's just a copy of it, right? It would just be like buying and selling the original Picasso versus having like a, a fake version on your wall. And so musicians, graphic designers, these uh, digital artists are able to make money themselves. They're also allow. They're also helping to create value because if you buy something and all of a sudden this mu- this musician or this artist blows up, now you actually own a piece of art from that person. So then you have value that's increased, and so it's allowing uh, the they're an ecosystem around artists, and so it's allowing them to interact in such a digital world, which is a really really cool thing. The fifth way that Web three is going to and is changing the world is with creators and businesses. Now, creator, when I say creator, I mean like a content creator, which is essentially running a business, but through content and businesses, what they can do is in order to connect with their fans or connect with their customers, 
they can create NFTs to where maybe this, if you hold this NFT, it gets you a lifetime 25% discount on any of these goods and services. Or if you own this NFT, if you're a catering company and some, and you sell an NFT for your customers, well then uh, maybe it's that they get a free hors d'oeuvres every time they order an entree and drinks from your catering company because they hold this, right? And so that's one way. If you're a content creator, like let's say you're a TikTok creator and you're teaching other people how to create and make their TikToks better, well, you can sell a collection of NFTs or you can sell a creator coin and they buy access to it and they get your time, which is X worth X number of dollars, whatever that is. Maybe it's $1,000 an hour or something like that um, for like a master class. And so as a content creator, as a business, um, you can sell these memberships, you can sell access to certain things, you can sell even like discount cards, and you can do that all through Web3, through the blockchain, through a utility token like a creator coin, or through an NFT. The sixth way that Web3 is going to change the world is in the education space. Now, um, going back to the businesses, there is a business called HubSpot that creates an amazing CRM system. And uh, the, I'm not sponsored by HubSpot. I use it for uh, my day job. And uh, HubSpot, what they do is they have an online course that you can take. And it, or they have multiple of them. But when, when you pass them, you get a certificate. Well, that certificate could be issued in the form of an NFT. So in online education or even in in-person education, there's a couple different ways that I think that Web3 is going to change the world. Number one is through taking attendance. There is a type of NFT that I've talked about before called a POAP, a proof of attendance protocol. It means that you were somewhere and it's an NFT proving that you were there. So it's a lot like a ticket stub or it's a lot like taking attendance, right? So if you run an online course or if you run a university or if you run a workshop, you can issue a proof of attendance protocol, a POAP NFT that says, hey, if you were in this room, you get this thing right now, and then I can prove that you were there. Now, they might be able to transfer it, and we can talk about in a future episode of what's called a soulbound token, but uh, if they can't transfer it, but if they can transfer it, if or then essentially they're not going to want to, but it's going to prove that they were there in order to pass your class or in order to do certain things. And then in the education sector, Instead of having a diploma issued on the wall, you could have an NFT version of that that you issue that says, hey, you passed my course, you pa- you graduated from my school. The seventh way that Web3 is going to change the world is through the economy, through the economy. Now, the Web3 infrastructure that's being created, there are all kinds of different needs because there's businesses and nonprofits that are being built and using Web3 technology. And all of these need people to support them. So if you're starting a brand new business selling NFTs or helping other people sell NFTs, you need marketing people, you need community managers, you need product, you need developers. So there are jobs being created, either side hustle jobs or full-time jobs that are being created. And even with the economy in real life, there are events that are popping up literally around the world uh, and so they're like, there's NFT NYC, NFT London, Phoenix, Miami, LA, Austin, Atlanta. Uh, and I even saw that. So I grew up in Gainesville, Florida, an hour north of Ocala, Florida. 
And there was even a Web3 event that I heard about, maybe an NFT Ocala or something like that. And so I love that that was happening, but these are events that are creating business for local restaurants, for local hotels, for the travel industry, for the events industry, for event planners and caterers and florists and uh, AV companies. So the economy is going to be changed with Web3 technology. Uh, number eight is uh, the government. The way we interact with each other and the way that we interact with the government, I believe, is going to be influenced and changed by Web3 technology. So if you're one day, I believe your driver's license, I believe you'll have a version of your passport. I believe that the uh, deed or the title to your car or your home, I believe that these are all going to be government issue like uh, NFTs essentially on some kind of government blockchain through Web3 technology. And it might be a separate blockchain. It might be an existing one because if you have a set of rules, why not just live on that set of rules rather than creating your own rules, which is essentially what we're talking about with blockchain. So I believe that there is going to be a, a way that we interact with, like if you go to the grocery store and you want to buy a bottle of wine you might have an NFT form of your driver's license on your phone in your wallet that you get to keep. The 10th way that Web3 is going to change the world is through buying and selling of really big, important assets like your house or a car. I remember a few years ago when I sold my truck, it was a little bit awkward. It was one of the first times I've ever sold a car myself. And I am uh, sold it through Facebook Marketplace and I met up with this guy in person and my bank had to verify that the funds were there. And then we were in the bank and I had to have the title and I was like signing the title and I want to make sure not to get to spell everything correctly. And it was a little bit clunky, like, and then we had to go to the counter and then he had to transfer me the money. And I wasn't sure if he was going to stay or if he was going to leave, if he had just taken the title and left, then I would be out of a truck and out of the money. And so what could eliminate that is if you have a wallet and it has the title of a car that I want to buy. And if I have the money in my wallet and it has the money, the money for that you have asked for, we sign a contract and a digital smart contract that says, Hey, if I have the money and if you have the item, well, then it exchanges it for us. Then we're done, right? <laughs> There's no awkwardness. There's, it allows a lot more trust to be in the system to say, Hey, you're going to do what you say, and I'm going to do what I say because we're literally signing a contract and we have no choice. Once we sign electronically, it executes it for us at the snap of a finger, and the blockchain takes care of it for us. And then the last and final way that I believe that Web3 is going to change the world, and it already uh, might start to, uh, currently there's probably somebody working on this, is through data and privacy. And here's what I mean by this. And so right now, if you go to Facebook.com or Instagram.com or TikTok.com, or if you do it on the app, you create a profile and then you say, I enjoy country music. I enjoy uh, local beer and I live in the state of Florida. Well, now there's a bunch of information that they can use to send advertisements to you, which is not a bad thing, right? So they can, uh, because local businesses need this information to be able to sell and to be able to grow and to um, stay on top of the radar. So it helps the local economy. It helps local entrepreneurs. It helps local restaurants and businesses. So having that kind of data is not bad, but the interesting thing is, is we don't own our data anymore. If you go to Facebook and you sign their agreement, they own the data. So how could web three change that? Well, let's say for example, you have a wallet 
And in that wallet, you store like where you live, uh, some of your preferences, and then you even say, I'm shopping for X right now. And then you connect your wallet to a marketplace. So your data is stored in your wallet. And then you connect to the marketplace, which is powered by the blockchain. And in the marketplace, there are businesses that are trying to advertise to people like you. Maybe it's a local brewery in Florida that wants to advertise to you because you have said that you like these things. You can see that ad or you can interact with that marketplace. And then when you disconnect your wallet, your information is not out there for everybody because it's in your wallet. You own that data. So I believe that that will happen one day. Now, whether or not that becomes mainstream is yet to be seen because it means that other people have, we all have to adopt it and use it. And so there's a lot of things to be figured out, but that is a possibility with the blockchain, at least to the extent of my knowledge. So those are 11 different ways that I believe that Web3 is going to change the world. And if you want to uh, read through these, I'm going to do my best to turn it into like a blog version as well as take the transcript of this podcast. And it's all going to be at web3simplified.xyz slash show notes. Um, That's available for you there. You can also check out the other show notes if you go there from previous episodes. And uh, not only that, but if you do go to web3simplified.xyz, you'll see uh, I've been kind of alluding to it on um, uh, Twitter, I've been posting some sneak peeks, uh, but my wife and I have actually been working behind the scenes on some really fun, just we're just having fun as a married couple at creating a side business of uh, creating some really fun designs for gifts. So if you're looking for a Web3 inspired gift for yourself or for a loved one, for a friend, for a colleague, for some random person in your community, well, it's something that we are doing and having some fun with. So you can go to web3simplified.xyz and either at the top, you can click on the little uh, button that says shop, or you can go to web3simplified.xyz slash shop, S-H-O-P. And uh, the very first item, which is a a HODL, which is H-O-D-L, means hold on for dear life, or it's hold rewritten. And uh, it is a HODL uh, sweatshirt that we have created, and we're working on even more designs um, almost daily. It's kind of a fun project that my wife and I are working on. And the first one is already up on Etsy as well as at the website that I just shared uh, web3simplified.xyz slash shop. So if you want to support a small married couple business, Hey, we would be honored. Thank you so much, everyone. Uh, I hope that this was helpful for you. Web3 is a really fun and exciting time with the creation of it to be living in because of the evolution of technology. I love new things and I love streamlining and making things simpler for people and making it so that, hey, if I want to send you money, I don't have to go through 50 different steps and I don't have to be declined in order to do it. I can just do it because I have the money and you need the money. And that's how donations can work. That's how businesses can work. That's just one small way in which Web3 is doing this. And I believe that it's just going to get better from here. So again, if this was helpful for you, oh, please be sure um, to leave Web3 Podcast a review on either Google, uh, on Apple, Google Google Podcast, Apple, Spotify. There's tons of places. Um, as well as if you're watching the video version of this, I'd be honored to get a like on the video. Drop a comment if something was helpful or if you have a prediction. Um, as well as then you can go to the website and you can join the Web3 community, Web3 Simplified community in Discord, where we've got uh, more and more people are joining. 
And the goal is just to help bring together people that want to learn, that want to share, and that want to help others explore this world of Web3 together. So thanks again, everyone. It was a fun episode, and I will see you guys in a future episode.